This is the Landing Space Podcast with your hosts, Justin Carlin and Mark Sanchez, sharing our entrepreneurial insight into everything we know about business. My name is Justin Carlin. I'm one of the hosts here at the Landing Space Podcast. Mark and I originally met through our wives. Actually, they were best friends in high school. I'm not really exactly sure how that happened, but they're best friends. Mark can elaborate a little bit more on that situation. I, however, am not from North Carolina. I'm originally from Springfield, Missouri. My dad is a pastor, so an evangelical free church pastor. I grew up as a pastor's kid. We moved from Rockford, Illinois to Denver, Colorado, where I was there for about nine years. We were actually in Denver, Rocky Mountain area. Had my first kiss, third grade. Just give you a little bit of heads up there. Rachel, beautiful. (laughs) But that's nor here nor there. Moved from Denver, Colorado to Springfield, Missouri, where I uh, graduated high school, ended up going to Missouri State. While I was at Missouri State, I was actually in an English freshman class now, Midwest. Everybody there, it's kind of one of those situations. All farm kids, everybody goes out, you know, goes fishing, does all the outdoor stuff. So what happened was I I graduated high school in 2001, sitting in my freshman English class, and we watched the World Trade Centers go down. When that happened, Springfield, Missouri became a recruiting station for every military outlet that you could possibly imagine. They all flooded into town. All my high school buddies, all my college friends started joining the military. My grandfather at the time had actually been a World War II veteran, and he was in the Air Force. He retired in the Air Force, and he said, don't go into the military as enlisted. Whatever you do, don't go into the military as enlisted. It sucks. There's nothing you can do about it. It's just a horrible situation. Don't do it. You need a college degree. So I'm, I listened to him. I'm like, okay. So I, I went, went, finished, started finishing out my school, got to about my junior year, and my buddy had deployed twice already. He was 82nd Airborne. He came back. I was paying for school out of my own pocket, so I was struggling a little bit, working two jobs. I was working at Best Buy, and I was working at a restaurant, so doing both back and forth, having to go to school full-time, and so it was just getting, I was getting tired. Yeah. And so what I had decided to do is I decided that there was a couple things I wanted to do when I was coming out of high school. One of them was I wanted to join the FBI, and um, the, I figured the best way to do that was go military, then get my college degree, go military, then go into the FBI, or I wanted to sell real estate. That will come back to that in a second. <laughs> So my buddy came back talking to him and he told me about the GI bill and the fact that I wouldn't have to pay for school. They would take for for everything. I could actually go into the military, work on my college degree there, be good to go with it. So went back to school, thinking about, thinking about, and then decided um, I was going to join. I actually joined after my sister's fiance ended up joining the military. So we were living together and then he joined. I went in. I ended up signing as an airborne ranger to go into the army with um, a thing through infantry and then from infantry into the ranger regiment get selected and go through that. So I ended up going into basic, going through basic, graduated from basic um, July 1st, July 2nd, went from there into airborne school, two weeks in airborne school, jumping out planes, all good to go. Then from there into Fort Benning into the ranger regiment. So I went to the ranger regiment, was in the ranger regiment, For about two months, ended up going through selection all the way up to the last week, ended up dislocating my shoulder in combatives, 
going up to one of the cadre that were there for the ranger thing, showing him my shoulder. It slid back in place when I took off my shirt, but I couldn't do push-ups. So went to do the last PT test of it, couldn't do push-ups, popped back out on me, and failed doing push-ups. So they said, we'll recycle you. Went all the way back through it the last week, couldn't do push-ups again. Popped out on me the second time. Got recycled to go to the 82nd Airborne, which now in hindsight, obviously not my path. There's things out there that took care of that situation. Not realizing at the time, I was very, very pissed off about that situation. Because I very, I mean, I passed the PT test to get in to Ranger Regiment in order to go through selection. I'd already done everything I needed to do to qualify. I'd passed all the tests. I'd done all the written stuff. Everything I'd done, I just couldn't pass it at the last because of that injury that took place. So I was a little pissed off about it. Went to the A2nd, jumped forward a little bit. Everything was good. Got a buddy that went through the regiment with me that got recycled out of it also. We were in the same unit. Um, he was grooms with my wedding, Colby. So uh, ended up meeting my wife through a weird connection. She was down in Fayetteville because we'd met this South American girl that was down there and she just happened to meet her and went down there she was leaving she asked the guy across the table um hey do you know have any friends that are you know old enough close to my age that would want to go out with us he's like yeah i actually got a buddy so he called me i was not in Fayetteville at the time so my car had just been wrecked i was in raleigh waiting for to see what was going on with that and trying to find another car um, and so I called him back and said, Hey, I'm not there. I'm not going to be there. But then I started thinking about it. there is not, I'm going to be completely honest. There is not a lot of women that aren't married in Fayetteville that have any option for thing. And I mean, I'm 26 at this point. So it's not like I got a whole lot of time. Right. right. So I decided like, Hmm, maybe I should try to make it back to Fayetteville to meet this girl. That's like, I know nothing about. So drove back to Fayetteville, but in the drive, I'm like, do I, do I really want to go? It's like midnight. I go, she, she needs to be pretty. So I called my buddy and I said, hey, on a scale from one to 10, what's she look like? And he's like, oh, she's an eight. I'm like, okay, cool. Well, then I'm thinking about it. And I'm like, well, what's his definition of an eight, right? Like, I don't know where the scale begins and ends. So we had to call him back and establish where the scale was. And uh, he said eight still. So I'm like, well, at this point, I obviously got to make it down there. So rolling down there and uh, <laughs> he... Uh, he calls us, hey, we've decided we aren't going to go out. We're going to go all there. And I go, well, give me the girl's number. I'll call her. So he gave me the number, and I made a phone call to her. And she's like, oh, we're downstairs. We're downtown Fayetteville. I'm like, there's, I mean, it's like 1 in the morning at this point. I'm like, I'm not going downtown Fayetteville. I'm also with a guy that's not 21, um, Jake Swanson. And so he totally can't get into a bar that's 21 over. So I go, well, if you guys change your mind and go somewhere else, let me know. Get a phone call. They're going to the Big Apple. So I'm like, well, that's right outside post. So I can easily get there. They allow minors in there. Perfect. So I ended up meeting her. You know, obviously it was a good decision. We've now been married 12 years. We have two little girls, um, an 11-year-old and an 8-year-old. And I ended up getting out of the military. When I got out of the military, I had a little bit of time. And so I decided that I would do the other thing I wanted to do from when I had it growing up. And that was that I got my real estate license. I've had my real estate license since 2015. <clears throat> I ended up starting my own firm. Um, I've got eight agents to work underneath me. We work all over Raleigh area. So we run all over the place. So I got a little bit of background in marketing, a little bit of video stuff. So that's kind of my background story on how I got to where I'm at, how we're you know moving into this podcast sort of situation, and how we're going to be talking to you guys about some business stuff, options to grow your business, ideas for marketing as you know we possibly go into a recession. We've got some good ideas on how to generate leads that are, you know, saving you money and moving in that direction. But that's that's our goal. So now let's hear what Mark's got going on. So let's hear his story.
story? We're pretty much on the opposite end in that in that case. So um, I'm Mark Sanchez. I'm the other host for the Atlantic Space podcast. Um, I grew up in the Philippines. I was born in the Philippines, Cebu um, City. Um, and I came here when I was uh, seven years old. My mom had gotten um, married to my stepdad, which was in the Army and was stationed in, um, in the Philippines. This was like back in 1988. Um, you know, coming here, it took a long time for me to even get be considered to come in. Um, my grandmother, it's my whole history of my, my father, my biological father was a, you know, he was a drunk and, and he would not let, let me come to the States with my mom. So, um, my grandmother actually kind of just picked me up one day and flew up here in, in the States. Um, and, you know, grew, we flew into to Tennessee, Dixon, Tennessee. Um, I basically grew up there since uh, until high school. So my mom, you know, there's nothing in Dixon. I mean, I, I love the place because my, my, my friends are stuff still there. When I came here, I knew, knew, knew like, knew zero English. I had, uh, I had one guy when I went to first grade. Um, introduced me to the class. I didn't know what anybody was saying. I had my very first friend, Josh Barber, and um, he'll promise, you know, let him listen to this because uh, if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't know any English at all. Uh, people were just talking gibberish to me. I, I, I didn't get to the point. I mean, the Philippines, they teach you English, but I didn't stay there long enough for them to teach me, so I learned it on the fly up here. So I went to, uh, you know, uh, elementary school with Josh and met a few more friends that that were pretty pretty easy going with me and and kind of helped me along as far as to transition from um, from you know speaking my language which was Visaya um, and into English. So all throughout it, we we stuck together until until high school and we still communicate nowadays. Um, we're so busy now, but um, in in high school. Um, I graduated in like 2002 and I played football, did all the sports things that, uh, that I wanted to do because like I said, there was nothing in Dixon. I didn't want to stay at home all the time because if I did, I would have to do a bunch of chores. So I had to basically, I played sports, played, I did wrestling, track, basketball, even though I'm super short, but I played it and I played football. And, um, once I graduated, um, you know, high school, I actually, got a, a scholarship to Ohio State University, the Ohio State University. Nice. So um, I, went, I went there. It was a, a partly academic and um, athletic scholarship. It was a trial run for a SICU program that they were running. And um, it didn't last very long. It was basically the start of uh, ISKA um, MMA stuff I was getting into. I got into martial arts without... Stuff that my mom didn't know about that I was doing because she didn't want me to do any of that stuff. She's yeah. already stressing out me doing, doing um, football and all this stuff. So I, that was part of my, my, um, my high school and middle school years that I kind of kept secret with my mom. I had a friend that took me to, to my classes and everything like that, very supportive. But anyway, I went to Ohio State for briefly and then I had some, basically lost my scholarship I didn't want to go back to Dixon because there was nothing there. I keep saying that, but I just want to emphasize there's nothing there. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so I went to New York. I figured, hey, if I, if I, you know, they say you can survive in New York, right? You can make it anywhere. So I went to New York on my own. I had my grandmother, which was um, 
which that brought me here. She ended up moving to New York, but I didn't stay with her. I kind of wanted to kind of be on my own, see if I could make it. Um, went through some tough times up there, and I, you know, it was super expensive coming out of high school, losing my scholarship, and transitioning to New York with no background. I basically worked at a at a gym, which is Olympus Gym, in and in Newark, New Jersey. I commuted from Manhattan to Newark, and eventually moved to Newark and got um, stayed there. But I stayed with one of the our distant family members, which was a strange scenario. I ended up moving out, and um, I just couldn't stay there. And ended up, you know. I don't want to give a sob story, but I ended up being a little bit uh, homeless for for uh, probably a month. My mom knew nothing about it because she would have flipped out. Oh, so, man. so I was homeless. You know, a um, couple of times I slept in the subways, and you know, I just that's when my faith came in. So, and that's where I grew up Catholic, and I started, uh, you know, really getting in, in talking to getting into my faith because that's all I had at that point. Um, I wore, I still wore two jobs, but it was just so expensive. I couldn't afford anything. Yeah. So eventually out of the blue one day, um, some of my friends that I graduated high school with, they moved to Raleigh, North Carolina. So they called me up one day cause they saw MySpace, which is ancient now. Yeah. Yeah. They saw my MySpace profile and saw, um, I was in a, you know, in New York, and they said, "Hey, we're in Raleigh. You want to come visit? Get, you know, um, touch base again." And we're pretty close. Brittany and Brandy, um, they're married and have families, and um, but they were the reasons I came to to Raleigh. So one day I was like, "It's so hard up here." They we organized so we would rent a house in um, in Apex, North Carolina. We came, I came down the day that I came down. You know, we wanted to celebrate. We went to Harris Teeter, um, <laughs> and. Uh, we were as ripe as in Cary, North Carolina. I went to Harris Theater, but um, I was trying to find a job here. I didn't have a job. I lined up so, and and both of them worked at Walmart in Cary. So they're like, we can get you a, a job at Walmart. So after I went grocery shopping and trying to get ready for a party in Harris Theater, we went to Walmart next door. And that's when actually I saw this strange, I thought she was very strange <laughs> lady. I was, uh, I was walking up and she was singing. Now, this she ends up being my wife afterwards, uh, you know, several years later. So, um, but I first saw her, and I was, she was wearing this gr- green tank top with cut off shorts, and I was like, I want to approach her. But as I got, as I kept getting closer to her, I was like, she's singing. She was singing about her dog having a line on his head, and I'm like, that's cute. So. And she, she walked in Walmart, and I lost, I lost my confidence. So I just kind of stared at her, and they're like, "All right, she's singing about a dog." So I let that go for a little bit. But once I got, once I, you know, I eventually get got hired at Walmart, and um, and like I started as a cart pusher, and she, uh, I started getting to know her. But that's where Jackie, my wife, she, we met at Walmart. So, but um, I don't, I don't know why. She was singing, but that actually that kind of attracted me to her, but just because it's the quirkiness of her personality. And, you know, once um once I met with her and we went out on a date, we went to a gym and then the very first day that I went out with her, of course, her um her best friend had to approve me, I think, which was uh Justin's here, his wife, Lauren. So I think I passed the test. Good. So uh so anyway, that 
we we ended up getting married a year and a half later. Um, we have um, I have four kids, three girls. One is seventeen, about to be eighteen this year into that twenty twenty. Um, I have a fourteen year old and a ten year about to be or a ten year old. Ten, yeah, yeah she's about 10 to be ten. Old. Yeah, and then um, Zane is just just turned two. He's the only son I've got. So and he's going to be the last one because they're expensive. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so basically, um, you know, I got I wanted to provide for my family. I started out in healthcare um, when we had my my youngest. I was exploring. I didn't want to. Had to keep working at Walmart, working three jobs, paycheck to paycheck, went back to school. And one thing that I told myself I would never do, my parents wanted me to, you know, stereotypical Asian kid, you have to be a doctor. I'd never, I didn't want to be a doctor at that point just because my family, you know, it was assumed that I was going to be a doctor, just, 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 just how my family was. And I was being rebellious. as like, I'm never going to get into healthcare. And I got into healthcare. So Good. <laughs> So I, I went to school as a respiratory therapist um, and graduated twenty or two thousand nine, and worked at UNC Hospital. And I couldn't do that for very long. I explored other venues of healthcare and became a nuclear medicine technologist and ultrasound tech. and And now, you know, I wanted to get out of the ho- the hospital scene um, just because I think I was I have I guess a problem of people being so political in the hospital field that I wanted to kind of venture out on my own. And I started my company. I've had, I've started several companies from Justin and I just tried to start a company. Um, it was a medical mobile company that we, that just, we couldn't get kicked off, but you know, that's where we learned from our mistakes. Um, it started off with a, a mobile diagnostic company with another business partner and basically that failed, but now I kind of ventured off on my own, um, and I have a successful um, diagnostic facility now, so we're, um, it's advanced diagnostic, we're um, pretty much in four locations, we're also in Charlotte, so, and we were going to open one up in Florida, but pandemic kind of slowed us down, but um, that's pretty much my story, I mean, we'll continue on as far as what Justin was saying, how how we got, how we made our business successful, we're marketing um, ideas and, and promotions and whatever business you have, we're going to talk entrepreneurship. Um, and basically, we'll, you know, just stay tuned for, for more topics that we'll talk about. So hopefully that got you guys a little bit brief background on us. I know it's kind of lengthy, but we, we're kind of um, on, the, on the entrepreneur side of things. So we want to kind of kind of help you guys out or, you know, recommendations you guys want to want us to talk about, you know, we're going to have this uploaded um, into YouTube and hopefully we get enough videos here, enough viewers and listeners to upload it in multiple media outlets. Awesome. So Cool. Well, if you guys subscribe, uh, follow us, we're going to try to release one every week. Just uh, stay tuned. Yep, absolutely. See you guys next podcast.